0: Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ogun. And today I have with me a very intelligent woman. She is a marketing executive. She has had the opportunity to hold various positions in the marketing sector. And today she will be sharing her experience with us. And I hope you all enjoy and learn one or two things from her. Her name is Dorinda Walker. So Dorinda, welcome on the show.
1: Thank you, John. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, My pleasure, my pleasure. I'm glad you could make it. Uh, It's not easy to have people take time out of their busy schedule to come on programs like this, but I really do appreciate you for taking time out.
1: You're so welcome. You know, as a marketer, I understand when you are given these opportunities, every opportunity to showcase yourself is a marketing opportunity. So
0: Awesome. That's a great one. I just just hope the listeners out there have heard that point. That's a very wonderful point. Looking out for every opportunity to get yourself and your product out there. Thanks, Dorinda. Uh, So, Dorinda, my listeners will be interested in knowing who you are and what you do. So, can
1: sure. You please tell us, yeah. Sure. So, uh, I've been called an inspirational warrior. I am Ooh. an author. I'm an award winning marketer on both the B2B and B2C side. Uh, the name of my book is called Protected by Purpose. Awesome. And I've had the privilege of touring the country and parts of the globe promoting the book. It's a book about my life and how I went from a path to prison or death to living a life of purpose and becoming one of the uh, top marketing. Um, executives in my company and um, being known as one of the top black executives uh, in the country. And um, I'm a wife, a mother, and a grandmother to Shooks, and um, yeah.
0: You don't, you don't even look it. You're a <laughs> grandmother? <laughs> yes, I am. Wow, that's good genes there.
1: Yeah, and I'm also a community advocate. A lot of my work is based on service and purpose to bring about um, Awareness and solutions toward issues that matter to me.
2: Wow, that's
0: that's awesome. That's a very great presentation there. So, um, Dorinda, for how long have you been a marketing executive, or for how long have you been in marketing, the marketing space?
1: I've been in a dedicated marketing role since 2009. Yeah, okay. since 2009. Prior to that, I was a project manager. I had various roles working in the financial services industry. Really didn't know that marketing would be a career path for me. Um, but because of my skill set and my talent, I, was, I had an innate skill for it. And I was able to thrive in the company that I worked for
2: um, because of it. Oh, okay. That's a good one.
0: So how did you develop interest in marketing? How did that passion come?
1: so the company i worked for in the industry i worked in i felt like didn't do a good job at marketing to people of color and women okay. and so i wrote a proposal as to why the company should focus on multicultural markets and that's how I, I got into the multicultural marketing arena and you know by the grace of god and the timing the company ended up adapting uh, multicultural marketing as a strategic imperative to grow okay. business with diverse consumers And I was able to create my own role, and um, ultimately doing a job that I loved and loving what I did. What I did.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's awesome. So it's not as if you know, from when you got into college, you knew you were going to get into marketing. You know, the opportunity just crept in and you harnessed it, right?
1: Exactly. So I am an anomaly because I don't have a college degree. I'm a high school dropout. And yeah. so my story is I, I went from a drug dealer <laughs> to corporate executive.
0: Ooh,
1: and that's um, a wonderful story I would like
0: to hear.
1: Yeah, so um, essentially both my parents were uh, addicted to drugs, heroin. And as a result, I suffered the consequences of their addiction. So I went from a straight-A honor roll student to an at-risk youth. My mom ended up in an abusive relationship with a man she met in rehab, physically and mentally abused the both of us. My dad ended up doing time in prison for murder, and it wasn't until he was freed from prison that I was freed from the abuse. And then this was in the 80s, um, less than a year later, he was diagnosed with AIDS. Uh And I ended up dropping out of high school, selling drugs, because I knew the heroin was the only thing keeping him alive. Uh And I became a distributor, not only to people in the neighborhood, but to my parents. Um, I had 15 runners working for me in the projects, You know, I was definitely headed to a path of prison or death. When my dad died, um, my mom disappeared. I became very depressed, attempted suicide, spent six weeks in a psych ward, and was released into my paternal grandparents' care. And God sent an angel to tell me he had a different plan and purpose for my life. So, you know, fast forward, I ended up creating my own job in a Fortune 50 company um, because I put in the work. I, you know, I had to go through the process of forgiveness, and you know, forgiving myself for everything that had happened in my life, forgiving those who I thought did me wrong, um, forgiving God, quite frankly, because I was so angry at God for a long time, which led me to finding my faith, which was very important, and then also putting in the work with fortitude to change my circumstances, and so really, what I've learned after much evaluation and putting in the work. Instead, I had to develop a growth mindset to know that I was capable of achieving anything that not having a degree didn't, didn't prohibit me from getting a six-figure salary, from doing the things that I wanted to do. And I was able to prove that out in my corporate career. And I just retired after 20 years of service in the financial industry. Um, Congratulations. You know, I'm really proud of that because now I have my own business called Cultural Solutions Group. And with that business, I'm able to work with Fortune 500 brands to help them develop strategies to engage women and diverse consumers not only from a marketplace but also from a talent perspective um, because I believe you have to have an internal uh, diverse workforce in order for you to be attractive to a multicultural audience uh, and marketplace.
0: All right awesome that's a good one. Um, well, I really would like to ask you a few questions regarding, I'm not trying to dig into your past, Mm -hmm. but your story is a story that I know would resonate with so many of my listeners out there. Now, there's so many people who are going through what you have been through, and are looking for ways to get out of that bondage. Whether you like it or not, there's so many people who are currently listening to this program right now who would be able to learn one or two things from your experience. So I'm going to ask you just a few questions. Okay. I, really do, I really do admire your courage. The fact that you didn't allow your predicaments uh, play a role in your future decisions. That is key. So how did you, how did you manage to transition from that tough era to where you are right now? Because it's not easy having been through that path. How did you develop that winning mindset?
1: You know, I had to understand that I couldn't play the victim. Right. That life wasn't happening to me. You know, I, w- I was making choices that put me in situations that I shouldn't have been in. And so regardless of who my parents were, regardless of where I lived in my environment, I had choices. And once you understand that and you understand that you can make a different choice to not be a victim and to be a victor, um, it, it it broadens your horizon. So, you know, I, I know it sounds cliche, but it really is. You yeah. know, do I do I make the choice to hang out with this person who's going to cheer me on to go to jail or go to prison, or do I make a choice for me to disconnect myself from that person in that environment and find um, other role models, other avenues that is going to get me towards a life of freedom? Because really it's all about, and it's funny, I went to church this morning and freedom was what what the pastor was preaching about. Not, not freedom from uh, physical bondage necessarily, but freedom to have the choice freedom to have
0: to make the right decision
1: right the joy to make the right decisions um and ultimately it's up to you and your choices and once you learn that then you're empowered to make the make the right choices for your life and your purpose and um also finding your purpose you know i didn't know what my purpose was for a long time and um understanding that you know i had talents and gifts we all have unique talents and gifts i had a passion for diversity and inclusion um because my great grandmother the angel that god sent to save me was a white woman who was disowned by her family for marrying a black man and so i always wanted to fight for that that injustice that she had to suffer because i i think it would have changed the dynamic in my family um somewhat And so marrying my gifts for getting things done for creativity around my purpose, allowed me to be a good marketer.
2: Wow. That's awesome.
0: I really like the fact that you could develop that mindset because I am a mindset coach.
2: You know, I understand the power
0: of utilizing the, 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 you know, The good mindset, a healthy mindset helps you. It always helps you go from one terrible situation to a better situation. And I like that. I hope the listeners out there are paying close attention. You mentioned something about um, choices. Everybody has a right to make a choice. So deciding if you want to do something good or something bad is up to you. There's no one to blame for such decisions except yourself
1: and I, I want to say one other thing because a lot of times when you grow up in urban environments and you're in the midst of uh, the so-called hood, you might hear all the time that you're not going to be anything that you're not worth anything, and then you start to have that mindset and believe it and you have to you have to really focus on your inner self and understand that some of those things that you're telling yourself of that you heard aren't, aren't facts, right? Because just, there's a difference between beliefs and facts. Yes. So, you know, the belief that you're not worthy is really not a fact. It's it's something ingrained based on your experience. Yes. Right. Um, but if you start giving yourself positive affirmations, I can get out of this situation I have talent, I have gifts. I have something to offer to the world. Giving yourself daily affirmations starts to get, get, give that- starts to put that belief to bed, and right. the facts start to emerge that you are capable that you are worthy of living an extraordinary life
2: exactly that is correct now
0: for the listeners out there, I just want to reiterate this that we are not responsible for the programs or we were actually not responsible for the programming we received as kids. But as adults, we are 100% responsible for changing it and fixing it. So if someone out there or the the environment you grew up gave you that mindset that you cannot be a great person, or that you cannot make it in life, it is up to you to identify and eliminate that limiting belief. It's just a limiting belief. It's just a tool used by somebody who knows how to control other people's mindset to stop you from being great. So like what um, Dorinda just said, you need to constantly remind yourself that you have to be optimistic. You need to tell yourself on a daily basis that you can make it. And when you keep sounding that to yourself, trust me, you will make moves to get out of that situation. So I do mindset coaching. I come across so many people who have those uh, mental blocks. The worst kind of limiting belief is conviction. When you have a conviction that you cannot do something, probably you say, I'm too old to do this, or I'm not rich enough to do this, or I'm not clever enough to do that. That is the biggest limiting belief on earth. So if you are having such challenges, have a life coach. Look for a coach. Look for somebody like Dorinda who has been through such in life. Give her a call. She will be able to mentor you. She will be able to coach you. She will be able to give you all you need, all the tools you require to succeed. Am I right,
1: Dorinda? I am. So and on top of being a marketer, I'm also a certified uh, John Maxwell coach, trainer, um, and speaker. And so I'm actually building out my transformational coaching um, curriculum right now because I believe that is what God wants me to do moving forward. Because with the, when my book came out, I realized that everybody has a story. A lot of people are struggling with how to... Uh, get rid of the baggage that's holding them back from fulfilling their dreams and and their life's purpose. And so I truly believe that um, God gave me the awareness that my time with corporate America was over because I had to transition into um, helping others in this way.
0: Right. That's a good one. I really love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. More power to your elbow. You already know as a servant leader, that we rise by lifting others.
1: And I want to tell you, because there may be someone who can benefit from this, in 2018 and part of 19 was like the height of my career. My book was doing good. I was, you know, I'm this big corporate executive, traveling the country. And when God put it on my heart, there was some organizational change that happened at work, and I was no longer fulfilled in my position. And I believe that happened because God was saying, okay, it's time for you to move on. But I didn't want to walk through the door of leaving, (laughs) you know what I mean? Walking through the new door. And so I spiraled into a depression um, because I was going to leave a six-figure salary. I wouldn't have that prestigious title. And then I kept praying about it. And I literally was sitting in my car, dreading going into the office every morning. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? So I prayed about it. And God asked me two questions. Who are you and who do you work for? And so I had to realize I'm the bad woman who created her own job in a Fortune 50 company on a GED education whose marketing campaigns generated millions of dollars, right? Right. And so if I could do it for corporate America and someone else's mission, I could do it for the person I work for, who is Jesus. Yes. And so... That gave me so much clarity, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm out.
0: <laughs> that, that's a good one. Because, first of all, having a purpose in life is key. You went from being a drug dealer to becoming a vice president
2: of a Fortune 500 company.
0: Fortune 50. For, oh, sorry, Fortune 50 company, You know, which you did because you had a why from the beginning. So having a why is paramount. I really do envy your courage, and I know so many people out there would understand that. So what I'm gonna about? correct you
1: on that. I didn't have a why. Okay. I, I had a belief that I was capable of achieving. Right. I didn't know what my why was for a minute. But okay. when I took corporate America as a temp, and I watched what people were doing who were making more money than me, I said, well, I can do that. I never doubted that I couldn't do could something. Couldn't make
2: it, right.
1: And right. I couldn't learn something. And that was the, the distinguishing factor with me in corporate America, because there was a lot of people who, who questioned, how does she do this? Why is she in this position? Um, you know, and didn't understand how I was able to do it. It was because I never doubted that I could not do it.
0: Right. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us you know so um how is the work-life blend right now for you the work life
1: you know what it's funny
0: as a a grandmom as a wife as a you know as everything
1: last year i was doing i still was doing a lot of traveling i was still you know networking because i have a campaign that i'm launching through cultural solutions group and i'm you know i'm attempting to get funding and I, at the end of last year, I, I looked at my calendar and I noticed that I didn't have a lot of speaking engagements the first quarter of this year. Okay. And I was, you know, complaining to my friends. I'm like, what's going on? Not that I didn't have work. I'm working on a new book. You know, I'm, I'm having meetings about this campaign. And unfortunately, I found out why, because it wasn't the season for me to travel. My right. husband ended up going to the hospital for congestive heart failure. Oh. And so... How is he I, doing now
2: anyway?
1: He's doing much better. He's he's out of the hospital. He has to have surgery last um, awesome. week. With that but bike, yeah. I, I share that to say sometimes when things aren't going according to your plan, it's going according to God's plan. Because had I been booked and busy, I would have been had to cancel engagements. It may right. have affected my brand. I would have been stressed out about it. Yeah. And so I'm actually grateful um, that God allowed me to have that balance right now because I'm where I need to be. That's, but um, having a supportive family is uh, helpful in maintaining um, some sort of balance. And, and I don't believe in work life balance, I believe in uh, prioritization.
0: Right. That's a good
1: one. Yeah, because there's sometimes where you have the momentum to prioritize your career. And there's sometimes when you have to take a step back and prioritize family and other things so
0: that's true thanks for that okay so during the course of your career have you mentored anybody you know whether directly or indirectly
1: throughout my career um, i'm a big advocate of mentorship of coaching um so i have um and that is why i think god was telling me okay you need to turn this talent that you have into uh and monetize it actually um because there's people that need your services so it, there's a very different distinction between a mentor and a coach but right. if you're not if you're not a good mentor you'll never be
0: a good coach <laughs> that's it that's yeah. it that's true okay so what challenges have you encountered you know transitioning from Um, Being an employee to owning a business, becoming an entrepreneur.
1: The biggest hurdle I had to overcome was getting used to the fact that I wasn't writing the checks, (laughs) um, but I had to ask for them. And so that made me realize that I had to be willing to do something different to be successful as an entrepreneur versus what I was doing as a corporatepreneur and an entrepreneur in corporate America. And so I think the key to to having kind of a seamless transition, because so far it has been pretty seamless for me, is just challenging myself to be different, to do things differently, and to make ass, even though I'm not comfortable. Because the one thing I've learned as an entrepreneur is you better get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people say the... Would like to quit their nine to five or, yeah, quit their nine to five so that they can have enough time as entrepreneurs. You know, because they feel as an entrepreneur, you have 100% control of your time. You can work only, you can work less hours. But if you're listening to this program right now, I just want to set this as a reminder for you as an entrepreneur, you don't rest.
1: You don't.
0: As As an employee, you rest when you get off work. Yeah. So do not think you want to quit your nine to five or eight hours job or 12 hours job so you can have less time. If you are getting into entrepreneurship with that mindset, it's high time you just cut that off. Entrepreneurs work 247 because you are the one who will determine how much money you can make, how much money you can bring in. So am I right, Dorinda?
1: You are absolutely right. It's a nonstop hustle. And the one thing that I would say is when you're considering that move, you need to have a three-year strategy and plan. Right. So if you're right now a corporate entrepreneur, you have a side hustle and you're working that nine to five, you, you need to make sure that you've saved at least three years worth of savings so that you can maintain your lifestyle when yes. you make the transition because that's, you won't have that added stress. Yes. And then, oh, I lost you.
2: Oh, no, I, I can't hear you.
1: You can see, you can hear I, me? I can see you. Yeah, you you good. Yeah. Okay. And so you need to have that. And then you also need um, to ensure that you have a three-year strategy and plan for your business. But at the beginning, you really need to see if your business goals are aligned to your purpose goals. Yes. And that's really important because if you're just having a business because you think it's going to create all this money and it's not aligned to passion and purpose and being, then it's not going to be successful. You're going to fail.
0: That's true. That's true. Like like I keep telling people, um, if you want to get into entrepreneurship and you currently have a job, It's not advisable to just let go of that job without having a strategy like Dorinda said. So I tell people, we have 24 hours in a day. So use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. So what does that imply? It means when you work nine to five for your employer, you get paid. That is the money that would keep you going. So you get off work at 5 p.m. So when you get off work at 5 p.m., an entrepreneur works 24 hours, but you have decided to share it, one for your employer and one for your business. When you get off your business, use the remaining time to face. I mean, when you get off your work, your employment, use the remaining time to face your business. That's why I say use your 9 to 5 to finance your 5 to 9. Yeah. That's 5 in the evening to 9 in the morning.
1: And then also, um, once you have made it to start up and it, you need to figure out your growth strategy, because yeah. the one thing that you want to do um, to achieve financial freedom, I'm a big proponent of financial education,
2: Yes,
1: is you want to figure out how you're going to be able to scale your business so that you can hire others, right. so that it can free you up to do more investing. Right. Um, and so that's for especially for black and brown communities because yes. there's so many um of us who are in the entrepreneurship realm but we have failed to figure out how to scale effectively and that's right. going to be the key to closing the wealth gap and to building our
2: own yeah i like
0: that i like what you just said that's a very good point so basically what you're saying is when you starting any business You should put into consideration that if that business cannot end up becoming a franchise or a business where other people can come in,
2: it's not worth it. So from the start,
0: you should have a plan where you can always accommodate people to help you reduce the workload so there could be shared responsibilities. So always have it at the back of your mind that This business you're building one day would end up becoming a franchise where you can allow people run the affairs of the business without you worrying or bothering that things might go wrong. So which means you must have, uh, you must have a strategy for that.
1: You must have a
0: working strategy. I love,
1: I think it's Robert Kawasaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad um, model where he he talks you through how the wealthy get wealthy. So they start out as an employee working for someone else, and then they become an entrepreneur. Then they become a business owner where they're having people work for them, and then they turn into an investor and right. ultimately get a, a minimum of seven different uh, investment strategies, yes. right? Yes. And investment doesn't mean having seven different businesses.
2: <laughs> That's right? true. That's it true. means
1: that you have stocks and mutual funds and things that you're invested in that make money for you while you sleep.
0: Right, right. That's a good one. Okay, so um, are you interested in receiving new clients for mentoring, mentorship?
1: I'm actually interested in receiving new uh, clients to coach.
2: Okay. Okay. For Um, coaching?
1: For coaching. Right. I do, I have a Facebook group live, um, a Facebook group called Protected by Purpose, where I often go in and do Facebook lives and things like that. And that's where you can get some mentoring from me. Right. Um. I'm also looking for, because I'm a stern believer in asking for what you want, because if you don't ask, the answer is always no. My campaign is called uh, Cries Conquered, and Cries stands for Culture, Racism, Inequality, Equity, and Sexism, and it's focused on conquering the cries of Gen Z. My target is age 14 to 24, so if you're in that age range, um, look up um, criesconquered.com. yeah, can you, can
0: you spell that for us
1: again? cry C R I E S, and conquered, C O N Q U E R E D. So it's pride. Uh, it's one word, right? Cries, one word. Okay.
2: Right. Okay. One
1: word. Um, and I'm actually uh, looking to host a video shoot. So you, I uh, just, I haven't really did a big push for the website yet because it's still in development. But you can go on there and fill out an application. Um, we're gonna be doing video shoots in various locations um, so that we can give Gen Z a voice to talk about some of the issues that are driving the high rates of suicide, anxiety and depression, because it's triple the rate of my generation and it's a concern to me right. as a mother and a grandmother that we lead the world better for the, the next generation. So yeah, I, want you, them to, I want them yeah, to
0: have a voice. Yeah, you're doing a very great job, very good job. Um, Do you have a copy of your book handy?
1: I probably do. Let me see. Yes, here it is. Okay. It's called uh, Protected by Purpose.
0: Protected by Purpose. Okay, guys, if you're listening, please go get a copy of this book, Protected by Purpose. It's by Dorinda Walker. Look out for it.
1: Yeah, you can follow me on DorindaWalker.com. The book is available there. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com. So please support and uh, send me feedback, write reviews on Amazon. It would be most appreciated.
0: All right. That's a great one. Okay. So do you, uh, okay, what, what's your business projection for the next five years?
1: So for the next five years, I plan on having a multi-million dollar business. Ooh, um, yeah. That is going to allow me to work internationally yes. um, and also to hire at least 20 people. Um, that's my goal. And right. um, I'm really excited about it. There'll be, I'll have the marketing arm of my business and then I'll also have the coaching and speaking arm. Um, because I know that through the work I did with Protected by Purpose, if there's a demand for it. But I also have a passion around the marketing work, and more so marketing that's going to make a difference. Right. Marketing and things like that. And right. so I think um, with the right support and the right strategy and plan that I can be successful.
0: Yes, that's it. That's, the mindset is what matters. When you have a positive mindset and you have the, the willpower, once you know how to utilize the willpower you will definitely be able to achieve your goals that is it that's a good one so do you have any advice for people who want to go into
2: marketing into the marketing space
1: uh my advice to anyone who w- wants to go into marketing is to um, talk to people who are in marketing find out what their day-to-day is like um and then assess what you like and what you don't so that you can make the right choices in terms of your right. own career path. Right. And, um, I remember when I started in that multicultural marketing uh, field, the company I worked for brought someone in from consumer goods who was used to doing consumer goods marketing. And it was very different in financial services and she was miserable. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's, it's very important to, Um, talk to people who are in various aspects of marketing to find out what you think you'd really like and what you think you wouldn't. um, So you can make the right choices or even determine maybe marketing is not something I really want to do.
0: Yeah, that's good. You're you're very correct. Having to know the part you want to get into, networking, and um, you know, making up your mind. Yeah. If it's something you want to do. Okay. So, um, this platform is strictly for mentoring and coaching. And I know my listeners, I've been getting lots of feedbacks, and I know how well people are receiving this. So what, what's your own opinion about this platform, using this as a platform for mentoring and coaching?
1: People? I love the podcast platform. So I, I do a walk every day in the morning and I listen to various podcasts depending on what I think I, I need to uh, have in my spirit. And it ranges from psychology to uh, you know, marketing to uh, SEO, depending on whatever I want to learn about. So I think it's a very important platform. It gives you a genre of different topics and different things that uh, you have access to. So I love the platform. I have my own podcast, Protected by Purpose podcast. I got launched last year. Um, The only thing that I'm learning about this is is it requires a time commitment. So with me launching my business, I decided that last year I was going to do 10 episodes and now I'm going to start back up. Um, This year, because I was going into a studio and um, with all the technology that allows me to do it from my home, it's just more practical for
0: me. Right, right, right. Okay, that's a good one. So, this is my own way of just inspiring change. Uh, At the beginning of this year, I told myself that I would inspire 1 million plus people just this year. It's going to be a continuous thing, but this year, that's my goal. And uh, so far, so good. We are getting a lot of feedbacks. People are coming back telling us how inspired they are by, you know, the, the program. And it's all as a result of having wonderful guests like yourself. And uh, I really do appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule, for joining me on the program. And I hope when next I call you, because you are definitely going to get to that multi-million dollar mark yeah. That set for yourself. I hope when next I call you, even when you have become that millionaire or billionaire, you would be willing to come back on the program.
1: Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I, I live by the word, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So um, is I'm happy to support. I um, just want to mention a couple other things that I'm, I'm involved with. I am on the advisory board uh, for Face to Face Africa's 30 Black Stars. So if you are a black professional who is blazing the trails, reach out to me. Um, You can nominate yourself on 30blackstars.com. Okay. Um, It's an annual event. I'm also doing, um, I'm also the chair for Lead360's Combine. And Lead360 is a professional organization for black leaders. Um, So we focus on director level and above. Um, and it's a great organization. So go to lead 360org to learn more about that as well. If you're a professional in the corporate uh, space.
0: Right. That's a good one. So, um, like I have a nonprofit organization that uh, provides assistance, coaching and mentoring for children between the ages of, uh, individuals between the ages of eight to 22. And, uh, we will be reaching out to you so that you can, you and your organization can, you know, support us as well.
1: Oh yeah. I'd love to highlight the work you're doing as part of my campaign. That'd be great.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. So, well, I look forward to having you on so many other episodes. And if you're still listening, please remember to go grab a copy of your book. All right. She would be more than happy if, Everybody has a copy of it because it's going to touch your life. It's going to teach you so many lessons. You already heard what she said. She's a winner. She's a warrior. She's a conqueror. Grab your copy so you can also know how to go through life. Thank you very much for joining me once again, and have a wonderful
2: rest of your day.